Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What a blessed opportunity it is to come your way again with not a novice. I believe that you have been blessed. Sister Wilma in Mabaruma. I'm calling out your name. Wilma, is it? God bless you. Thank you to all those who are listening from far and near. Doing your best to um, learn and to be admonished by the word of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for uh, this opportunity. I pray you speak to our heart like never before. In Jesus' name, somebody shouted, Amen. We're looking at not a novice. Uh, no, we are looking at not a novice here. Uh, Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 4. The Bible says that labor not to be rich, cease from your own wisdom. Labor not to be rich, cease from your own wisdom. And so the, the, the whole reasoning is that if you are not supposed to labor to be rich, then what are you supposed to labor for? Who does not labor to get money? I mean, there's everybody, everybody out there is working, uh, working from Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday, Monday to Sunday, 8 to 5, 8 to 8, 8 to 12 for money. So why is the Bible telling us not, uh, not to uh, labor to be rich? We've looked at a few examples, a few points, or a few reasons why the Bible reasons in that way. And we continue this very afternoon. One of the points I want to uh, introduce you to today is that um, labor not to be rich because you will never be satisfied by riches. You will never be satisfied by riches. You see, riches is something that it's nice when you have it, but you will never be satisfied by it. Look at what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 10. The Bible says, He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. He that loves silver will not be satisfied with silver. Nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. So the man with a lot of money in this world. We all know King Solomon. Bible says King Solomon was a young man who took over from his father David. And um, he asked God for wisdom and understanding to rule the people of God that he had uh, oversight over. And um, the Bible says that God said because he didn't ask for money, um, he was also going to add money to uh, the request he made. The Bible says he became so rich, he became so, so, so rich that it took 13 years for him to complete his house. It's either the house was big or he didn't have money. You see, because sometimes some people go on a building project for years. Now, if it takes a king to build his house for 13 years, 
and a king of Solomon's caliber, I am more inclined to believe that the house was huge. It was huge. And so it took so many years to be able to complete it. In fact, in the, in the, in the Bible, people who were rich were not just necessarily rich in money. They were rich also in assets. Like, you know, we learned the other day in the Bible. The Bible said that Abraham had 318 servants. 318 households. Can you believe it? Somebody doesn't even have one. He had 318. So you can imagine Abraham actually was so rich that he actually owned a village. Because 318 servants. And it's just the men. I'm sure they were all married. And they had children. So if you do 318 by 2, that is what? 636 people. That's husband and wife. Add two children each. Hey, that's double. Double the 636. That's 1,272. 1,272 people. That is with husbands or wives and children. Then Abraham had also a few children. Not just Isaac. <laughs> so, for somebody to have a household of about 1,200 people, you, you don't have to be told that a person is rich. And, and for those who think that rich is rich, rich that, that's, you see, that's why the, the Bible is saying that seize from your own wisdom because our wisdom is if I have more money, I, then I'm rich. If I have more money, then I'll be okay. But it's not, it's not even more money. If you have, maybe if you have more cows, you'd rather be rich. Think about it. More cows, more sheep, more goats. That's where riches come from. But I'm saying, I'm talking about Abraham because Solomon also had so much money. The Bible said there's a queen called Sheba. She came from, uh, she was, um, I don't know whether she was from the, 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 from the Gentile world. She came to see Solomon for herself. To see whether what people were saying was true. The Bible says that when he came, he met Solomon and he saw her, his wisdom and the riches and what he had. The Bible said there was no more spirit left in her. So if Solomon, who was very rich, and that, that's where I'm building my point from. If Solomon, who was very, very rich, Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines. 1,000 women. This is what was recorded. I'm sure a man who had 1,000 women, he also had probably another 200 that people didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, just like, you know, somebody has a wife and then there's one out on the side or two on the side that people don't know about. It must be the same thing. Yeah, side chick, we call it side chick. Or somebody says, that's a backyard garden. You have a farm, you have a backyard garden. <laughs> ah, hallelujah. <laughs> So, Solomon had 700 or 1,000 women that he was in a relationship with. Count the children. If they were children. Forget about the servants. 
and their wives and their children. It tells you Solomon's household. The Bible says that he was so rich. And he said, he's the one who wrote Ecclesiastes. He said that he that loves silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Nor he that loveth abundance with the increase. If you love abundance, increase does not do anything to you. You want more and you want more and you want more. So, labor not to be rich because you will never be satisfied with riches. Never. Never. You see the footballers in this world, the cricket players in this world, people have played cricket in our country, Guyana. I don't have to mention it because if I mention him, they'll take it out. So, I'll mention him. But I'm sure you understand me if I don't even mention him. True or false? True. Okay, the people say true. There are people who have played cricket for so many years in this country. People who are, I won't say football because we don't have footballers at all. I don't know why we don't have footballers. Like Manchester United, the, the midfield, one of the midfield players is from Guyana. Why not? Or Barcelona. The goalkeeper in Barcelona, the first goalkeeper is from Babies. Why don't we have things like that? Something got to be wrong. That it's only we throw, it's only ball we got to throw. All we know is take a little bar and throw. Throw at somebody, let you take a bat and, and, and lash it. <laughs> That's how. That's how. And then we get excited. I think cricket is a very, very simple sport. As compared to football. To keep, the, to keep the ball, it's like golf. For those who play golf, it's a small white ball. And there's a small hole somewhere where you don't see. It's only a flag you see. Now you have to hit the ball with a club and direct the ball towards the hole. You, you try, go to Lusignan and try it and you see. That's what the golf course is at. Go to Lusignan golf, golf course and see if you can hit that small white ball. So when somebody throws a ball, with whatever strength they throw it, Chair, I can bat it. I can hit the ball. At least I'll get a four, if not a six. But a football, to keep the football like that, I wish you could see me preaching, to keep the football on your foot and then dribble one, dribble a human being who has brains, to dribble him, to dribble him, and then shoot it past a goalkeeper who has brains, who has trained to stop all the balls and to beat him. Charlie, it is more skill. Oh, people of God. Audience in the studio. Yeah. So people have done cricket. People have played football. Even boxing. You see, somebody was telling me that when a country has less population, the, the impact, you can't do a lot of things. And I think that's, that's what it is in countries that have small population. Countries that have 750,000. Countries that begins with the alphabet G. I imagine no, nobody name. Because, geez, you can have Gambia, you can have Ghana, you can have Gaza, <laughs> you, can have, you have Guyana, you can have Guinea, you have Guatemala. So me talking about nobody, I just preach me a message. <laughs> when your country is small, with 750,000 people, the impact on the world scene is, is low. It's low. As you see someone like Usain Bolt, or maybe I shouldn't Usain Bolt, somebody who's running 100 meters, 100, 200, one, what, 100 by four, gold medals, records. What am I doing? 
So people do cricket, people do football, basketball, all of that. And they get money. You think that when they retire, they'll sit down somewhere and just drink coconut water. No, 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 no. They have invested the money into hotels, into what? Businesses, designer clothing, a cologne, all kinds of things. Because they cannot get rid of the silver that they love, that they have actually, that has controlled them for the years that they were in active uh, sports duty. Are you with me? Why are you there? So Solomon said that, or the Bible says that, he that loves silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Let me tell you. There's nobody who, if they increase your salary, you tell your boss, no boss, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know if you are listening to me this afternoon and your boss says he's increasing your salary at the end of the month. Then you tell your boss that, you know what, boss man, don't worry yourself. I got enough money already. I good. I don't, I don't think I know anybody in this world. I know everybody in this world, but I don't think there's anybody. Not in this world. You've got to be an angel to tell your boss, my boss, man, don't worry. Hello, that little 5,000 you want to add to me salary? Don't worry, I good. Hey! Little dirty is built dam. Isn't that little dirty is built dam? Ah! Nobody will refuse an increase because when you love money, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't end. It doesn't finish. Sometimes it leads people to even do things that you don't have to do morally. So he that loves silver shall not be satisfied with silver. And so labor not to be rich because you will never, you will never be satisfied by riches. Now, the next point is that labor not to be rich because you are just working for others. You are just working for others. Look at the scripture here. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 11. When goods increase, they are increased that eat them. And what good is there to the owners thereof? Saving the beholding of them with their eyes. When goods increase, they are increased that eat them. So when you are working and laboring to be rich, you are actually working for other people. How many of us don't like befriending rich people? Is there anybody in the studio? Apart from Jonathan? <laughs> Who doesn't like to befriend rich people? Somebody says, they need more rich friends. Because the more rich friends you have, you are likely to get a little raise from here, a little raise from there, a little raise from there. So it means that the person who is rich now, people are depending. You see, the more richer, the more your dependents are. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So when you are laboring to be rich, thinking that it's for you only, you are actually working for other people. Actually working for others. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Charlie, there are some people, when they have rich friends, they don't do anything. They wake up in the morning, they go and sit at the shop of the rich person. 
There are people like that. Are there people like that in, in, in our country? Yeah. You have a store. You're doing business. You have a friend who wakes up in the morning. So, man, I just pass him by. Then they pull a chair and then they sit down. And they are there, morning. As food is passing by, they are calling for food to eat. They have lunch like they are working there. Before time, they are like a security at your workplace. Now you now feeling bad. So you say, you know what? Well, let me just take the person on and just give me a little something. That's it. And then you see people who pass by, who go around, asking for a little raise. If you stop at the traffic light, you see that your car is a little fancy. People think that. There's even a group of people, they, they stand on the road and stop people. When they see fancy car, they stop you. They're expecting something from you. Yeah. I know people like that. They say, what's going on? I eat today. They look at the type of uh, machine you are driving. So when you say you are going to labor to be rich, what you don't know is that you are actually going to be working for other people. Now, when you earn like 150,000, your take home is let's say 120,000. You buy things that are at your level. Let's say you go to the shop. I mean, these days people don't even do that. Some people buy things that they can't even pay for anyway. It's also another deception. You can buy a big screen TV. They are never home to watch. They can't even afford. But what, what I'm trying to say is that when your salary is 150, the things you buy you buy the same things when your salary is 250 but more expensive things. Because you're always thinking that you can afford. You're always trying to spend money according to the money you get. So if you, if you are paid 150 just as you complain, when you are paid 1 million, you complain. Why? Because when you are paid 1, 1, 1 million, you buy shoes that are 15,000. Or 15, no, you buy shoes that are 15,000, sorry. You buy shoes that are 150,000 instead of 15,000. Because when you look at your money, so I earn 1 million. Look at those people who work, for, who work uh, uh, by week. Many of those guys in the construction industry who work by week, by the Tuesday of the next week, the money is finished. They have actually gone to give the money to people in terms of spending. To anybody who has a mind that I'm working, I'm laboring, I want to be rich, I want to do well, I want to prosper, I want to do this. That person's mindset is, is that they think that they are going to just work for themselves. No, they are going to be dependent. The Bible says that he, uh, what? The Bible says that when goods increase, they are increase that eat them. They are increase that eat them. If you don't have money, you may probably not buy AC. Look at how, how hot it is. If you don't have money, you don't buy AC. Because your salary is small. You're barely making, making it to the end of the month. So it's food and a little you know, school fees and things like that, children and all like that. The moment your, 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 your money increases, they say, ah, this is what I hurt, man. Let me go buy AC. You go to the place where you can get AC. You don't even have to pay. Oh, I don't want to mention the name. Because now they say I shouldn't mention names. So it makes my preaching a little boring. 
you have to guess who I'm talking about. I probably stay in trouble. Stay away from trouble. Yeah. Then the AC increases your light bill. AC increases your light bill. Now, when one day my, my son was talking about AC in his room, I laughed in my head. How many of you agree that the AC will be on morning and, and, and day and night? Every day the AC will be on. How many, how many agree with me? That? You just turn on the AC like it's a fan or it's breeze coming from the window. <laughs> but you see, if you can afford to put air conditioning in every room and even including your children's room, it means that you are also prepared to give money to the, the, the power company. It means that you also will prepare to give money to AC, uh, uh, what? Uh, 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 installers and service people. Your, your money goes, when money increases, the people and the things that take the money away also increases. It's, it's, it's just directly proportional. When, you, when your money, when, you, when your salary or your income increases, you don't buy cars that are cheap. You want four wheel drives. Maybe you say, oh, now, oh, uh, me and my wife are scheduled such that I have to buy another car for my wife. Hey, mechanic, AC. Maintenance increases. Meanwhile, before you're riding a bicycle because you said you're, you're, you can't afford a vehicle. Now money has increased. You're going to buy a vehicle. So it is so true what the Bible says that when goods increase, when goods increase, then they are increase that eat them. They will eat your money. There are also other people who are so dependent, the poor man's wisdom. I'm sure that my church is healed from the poor man's wisdom. The poor man's wisdom is that I'm waiting for somebody to help you. Even today, somebody was asking me about how to do something. And I was saying that, what do you mean by how to do something? Why are you waiting for somebody to come and help you do something? Why don't you just get up and do what you have to do? The poor people always sit down waiting for somebody to give them a solution to some problem. Amen. When you have a relative abroad, you know abroad? In America, in New York, in Brooklyn, wherever you're in the trouble, use car WhatsApp. Go on the days where you go to the internet cafe and then you, you, you give the number to the, the girl there and say, I won't call me, co- me cousin. Then they dial a number for you and they pass the phone to you. Isn't it? And then you call. Deep. Deep. If you call England, it goes deep, deep. Deep, deep. America is deep, deep. England is deep, deep. Deep, deep. Deep, deep. That's all. The person you call is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Then you, 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 you hang the call. Then you wait at the internet cafe. You call back in five minutes. The person you are trying to call is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Say, uncle, 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 something. Uncle, it's me, you, you cousin, me, you niece. I call you because I'm I in trouble. I want money. Please send me some little hundred dollars. Huh? All right, God bless you. Bam. One year from now, you hear nothing from Uncle. <laughs> you see, because the fact that the person is in America, 
People think that they have so money. And so you see the dependence increase. If there's a wedding, if there's a funeral, if there's a birthday, anything that people are going to where money is concerned, they think that your goods have increased because you are in, you are in America. The Bible is true. When goods increase, they are increased that eat them. And so this afternoon, I want you to understand. I want you to make a decision that your labor, your toil, your sacrifices will not go towards working to be rich. But work to be blessed. Labor to be blessed. Labor for a blessing. There are so many people in the Bible who work for a blessing. And that is what God wants his people to understand. When you are blessed, money will follow you. I said, when you are blessed, money will follow you. Amen? Money follows me all the time. I don't know why. Because the scripture says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. They will follow me all the days of my life. I don't have to chase them. They follow you. Because you have a shepherd with whom you shall never want. Father, thank you for the wisdom that has uh, 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 been brought up. The wisdom that has been imparted through uh, today's meeting. I pray that your people grow up, rise up. And labor rather to be blessed than to be rich. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You're not saved. You're not born again. I'm going to say, Bishop, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pray this prayer with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus died for me. And I open my heart. And I receive Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, that I'm saved. I'm born again by this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody said, Amen. Uh, God bless you. Now, if you're a regular listener to this program, Not a Novice, on 102.5 FM, Voice of Guyana, I want to encourage you to give an offering. You know, every Tuesday, we come your way, encourage you, and sympathization. The Spirit of God is in the words. The Bible says that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. What you are hearing is doing something positive to your life. So I want you to appreciate, I want you to be grateful by giving an offering. Whenever you are grateful to somebody, you, you, you buy something for them, you, you do something. The Bible says God so loved the world and he gave. God wanted the world to experience, to, to, you know, to experience some good things. So he gave his son. Now, if you are blessed by this program, I want you to give an offering. Give an offering. 614-7909 is our MMG number. You can also call that number and find out how you can send us offering. How you can send us offering. You can send us Western Union, MoneyGram, all the gram, 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 and Union, Union, Union. You can, you can send money through all of them. But I want you to give a good offering. Give 5000 give 10000 some of you should actually just take a lot, a large amount of money and sow it into this radio ministry. I believe that your life will never be the same again. Because remember, it's a blessing you need, not money. The money that you have, use that rather to provoke a blessing over your life. Give. 614-7909. Father, I pray for everyone who is giving, who is going to give. I pray for the blessing that Abraham enjoyed, the blessing that Solomon enjoyed, to fall upon their lives and make them indeed bless people so they can indeed be a real blessing. Thank you, Father, for answering my prayer as I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So God bless you. Next week again, same time on this same channel, I'll come your way. I am your radio pastor, Bishop Victor Collins, Asabri. God bless you. Bye-bye. 
You can hear more of Bishop Collins live Sunday at 8am and 10am at Good Shepherd Church off Stanley Town Road to South Section Canal No. 2 West Bank de Marara, a short distance from the Conservancy Dam. The Good Shepherd Church is the church with direction for your life. Contact us for more information on plus 592-614-7909. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.